0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Barefoot TV and podcast show. I'm your host, Leanne the Barefoot Medium. I'm an international medium who is absolutely blessed to act as the bridge between you and your loved ones who've passed over. I'm a twin flame who loves supporting people to step into conscious relationships and sacred union with self, partner, and the divine, as well as to embrace their sacred path and be of service in whatever way fits and feels right. I bring together my spiritual gifts with over 20 years of professional experience, as well as spiritual practices from the indigenous Coggy people in Colombia, South America, to support people in my transformational coaching programs and look into the mirror of their soul and create powerful shifts and changes so that they can confidently manifest what their soul needs, wants and desires. So kick off your shoes, relax and enjoy this month's episode of barefoot TV and podcast show where I am joined by the amazing Julie Cardillo to discuss being real and vulnerable in relationships. Now, Julie is a Zentai Shiatsu therapist and educator, a Zentai flow yoga facilitator, an empowerment coach, and a sister circle facilitator who provides a space for her clients to feel supported, step into their strength, and connect with their inner wisdom so they can change the rhythm of their vibration which creates powerful, positive changes that ripple out in all areas of their life. Welcome, Julie. Hello.
1: Thank you, Leanne.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today. And, um, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about relationships, being real and being vulnerable. But first, can you share with people a little bit more about who you are and how you came to be doing the work that you're doing?
1: Okay, how did I come to be doing the work that I was doing? I guess I had a choice whether to stay in corporate and doing the same um, the same type of work or to follow what was being put in front of me, I guess. so I moved from overseas um, from London Island back to Australia a few years ago and well a fair few years ago now and um, I was still working in the city in corporate moved to the Sunshine Coast then um, found myself I was still in a suit wearing a suit to work and I was like I don't know whether this is (laughs) this is for me so I was sitting at Yandina in the markets and I looked up and there was this course to start. It was Zentai Shiatsu. And at this stage, um, I was like, okay, I, I guess I'll go and see what this is. So I phoned uh, Gwyn and he was like, oh, we're full. I don't know whether you can make it. And then he stopped and there was this big pause and he was like, yes you are to come to this. Um, I've made room for you. And I think there was only six people or something because he'd only was just starting out his own kind of classes then as well, teaching the zentai Tai Shiatsu. So I went out there and it was just a day of barefoot being, <laughs> being out in nature at Nindri um, makeshift you know, sauna and spa and, little teepee and it was just so rustic and, and very much similar to how I grew up basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess there was that childhood and childlike innocence that popped back out as soon as you were like in that whole environment, Um, which continued because uh, I, I then was, it, there was yoga in there as well as the Thai massage. Um, so then I was deciding whether I was going to do that. I remember coming home and saying, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and then I went down um, a little bit more of the the corporate path. And then I was kind of torn in between of where I actually wanted to be and who was I supposed to be. And there was this yeah whole tug of war of, one part of me wanting to be like nice and flowy and easy and then there was also the other side of me which was very structured and this is how things have to go and i guess that's i just had an aha moment then um that was (laughs) the feminine and the masculine (laughs) in me going pulling me in either direction um so once i i I did step out i really
0: want to kind of pause you there because i i have noticed that you had that insight and i think it's really important given the topic we're talking about today is you know being real and vulnerable and we both wanted to make this more like a conversation that that flowed a little bit so you know thank you for showing and, and witnessing what that insight looks like in reality when we talk things through we can sometimes hear ourselves say it and you know I love that you know we everyone has that experience of here's what I really want to be doing right here's here's where I'm drawn and here's where I flow and here's where I feel playful and joyful and and all of that and free and here's my responsibility and my you know, how I've got to bring in income to be able to meet my other um, responsibilities and obligations, which, you know, is the feminine and masculine. So I love that you saw that. And (laughs) we have to get real about life is about that, right? Yes, definitely. And, And that you do have, we all have that real, and I hear people talk about your authentic self, be your authentic self. But what's often taught with that is people actually putting on a mask of here's what I'm meant to be and I'll play that role rather than embracing, you know, the feminine flowy, you um, side of ourselves or the structured logical organized part which you and i both have
1: yeah definitely and i know that i step into those both um sometimes it feels that when i'm in my mind i'm definitely in that ma- masculine and it's like well that doesn't make sense how am I going to do that I need to do this first this 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 before I can actually get to that and then when I'm in my feminine there's just like shit everywhere I'm like hey let's go and why can't we do that we can do everything that we want to do it's like just flow with it baby and <laughs> so then there's that whole tug of war there as well once you get back into the into I guess the the shooting of the arrow, the you know, drawing back and it's like, well, where are we going to go next? So that's what you need. You need to have that masculine behind. And I guess that's where that comes in for me is working with the elements. So that's very wood element. So it's springtime now. So that's where all the new beginnings and stuff are coming through. So that's kind of where that goes as well.
0: Um, and i think it's really important for for listeners and viewers to know that you know we've all got that masculine and feminine energy and to get real about the fact that we do and to to accept it and to embrace it and to you know like you said got shit everywhere and you know going with the flow and i'm really not organized and i don't want to have responsibility and I can't be bothered with that, or whatever it might be, right? Um, it's okay to have that, and and to then bring in that masculine element of who we are, where with, with the logic, the organising, the planning, the get shit done, right? And and I love you know I love the masculine. I can be a little bit sometimes too in my masculine. Which is why I love doing my spiritual work because that's in my flow and my feminine. And it's about finding that balance and allowing them to work together, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, I guess that's when it comes into with the Zen part of that for me, it's, um, it's very flowy. And it's my meditation. It's like my movement meditation for myself. So, but it's also, so I'm giving to you yet I'm receiving. So there's, there's the feminine flow, but there is also still a masculine side to that as well, because I'm, I'm it's quite physical for me, but it's also, I then sometimes go into my mind of this gesture is going to work really well for this part for this person's body and then i'll go back into my own flow in my intuitive side and so it's just weaving in throughout the whole session then so in saying that the zentai chose me like everything that has happened in the last few years has been kind of like a knock on my door <laughs> To say, okay, well, how about this? Um, and the same with the sister circles where you if you would have said to me <laughs> like years ago that I would be holding sister circles and or helping facilitate in this way, I would have said, oh, bollocks, there is no way that I would be doing that. And Now it's just one of the most enriching and beautiful things that I think I will (laughs) have, I've ever done, you know, um, being able to sit in circle, regardless of, you know, whether it be women or men, it's I've sat in circle with both and what comes up and through in just that community and, um, you know active listening so that's yeah it's just it's pretty amazing some of the, oh, i don't know I wouldn't even call them skills what would you call well, them they, like they it's are kind of skills
0: because you know when we when we develop them and practice some some of them are innate mm. right but and we still need to hone them so they're a skill that needs practising and developing and, you know, that sort of thing. So I, I love how you, you bring in that flow, first of all, between that masculine and feminine. Um, and I And I, you know, I'll bring it back to another space in a minute. But for those who are watching or listening who might be interested in the spiritual, whether it's through the bodywork stuff that that Jules does or through working with your intuition and psychic reads or, or even mediumship. Like I, I'm an, I'm an academic. I worked mm. at universities and I taught at universities for 20 years. I developed curriculum and was in senior management and all of that. So hello, masculine logic brain and, and all of that stuff. Right. Um, Who would have thought that my, that knock on the door or that pathway that came at two o'clock one morning where spirit knocked on the door and went write your resignation letter and I'm like, oh yeah, that feels good. You know, no idea what I was going to do, that I'd end up communicating and connecting with loved ones who've passed over. And, you know, if we get real about that, it's, you know, I talk to dead people. You know? I love it when you say that. (laughs) Can I say that with so much respect because yeah. you know the um, funny I, I want to share a brief story amongst this if I can um, you know Jules knows this but um, uh, my family last week had a um, a loved one who passed over and what was really interesting was that I had to send something to the um, the lady who ran the ceremony I've forgotten what you call them in this moment um the celebrant thank you um I had to send an email to the celebrant and the funeral home for for my family and I forgot and sent it from my business email which was the barefoot medium and I get to the service um and the celebrant came over and she said to me oh my god you're the barefoot medium and I was like Oh, not a, not really the appropriate place to be doing this, but yep, I'm standing at a funeral home for a funeral, and I talk to dead people. <laughs> it was kind of a bit ironic, and my aunt was having a good giggle about it as well. So, but but here's the thing: that's what I do, and if you put it in a real context, that's what I do, and. Um, you know, that involves, and where I was getting to with that, is that flow of the masculine and feminine, because you've got to be in your heart space, which is that beautiful feminine nurturing energy to hold space, which is what you do in sister circles, for someone else's grief and loss, or or their story that they're sharing with you, and to then be able to you know, deliver that information or knowledge or wisdom or whatever comes in is an action which uses that masculine energy. So whether we're conscious of it or not, we're always working with the feminine and masculine. And it's about bringing those into unity and into connection with each other and into oneness. So I love how you bring that in. Because it's really important that people know that you have to be able to work with both.
1: yeah, I think a lot of people a lot of people don't understand I guess that that would be more to the point that okay, so we've got masculine and we've got feminine so we've got males and females and that's it. like a lot of people don't know that we do have both aspects in ourselves. Um, and then also a lot of people will get. Um, like they'll get the piss taken out of them if they're too feminine or if they're too masculine, you look at if a female's too masculine, Oh, she's um, abrupt and bossy. And, you know, so all of that, whereas she's actually just mirroring their masculinity depending on where that's coming from mm. and then the vice versa. Like, so there's, yeah. So I guess that would be healthy and unhealthy. Exactly. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you know, it's kind of, and I and I like how you brought in the fact that it's a skill, you know, and that brings in relationships, right? Because, you know, when in our lives do we get taught about how to relate and how to be in relationship? And and it is a skill. Because, and we can we can do that really well, or we can do that really shit. You know, and it can be really healthy or it can be really unhealthy because of not having either the knowledge, the wisdom or the skills to be able to do something differently.
1: Yeah. And that's, do you know, and for children watching that because they watch everything as well. So with you saying that that it's a skill and do we, do we get taught to, in relationships, like, so they're learning from everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Yeah, and then is it up to them to then know how to use that, or is it up to us? So, do you know, like,
0: well, and hmm. here's the thing I think that, uh, and you and I have done some work around you know, relationships and that, that you know, embracing changes and shifts and transformation within relationships um we've both done that personally and we both do that with clients as well um here's the thing we we have to do it for ourselves first we have to come back to we were those kids that witnessed and watched and learnt and picked up um you know, the thoughts, the emotions, the beliefs, the, the patterns of behaviour that go with relationships through, and I come back to our, our parents and our family situation is that first place we learn that. And so, you know, sometimes we have to go, hmm, is that really serving me still? And where did I get that? And am I willing to unlearn it? Mm. because that that's what it is really isn't it
1: yeah it is and it's also acknowledging it acknowledging it is that mine or is that theirs or is that (laughs) something else (laughs) where where has this come from and what is it i guess that that's the best thing to be doing is what actually is this and how am i reacting to it Mm. Mm. or how am I
0: true for me yeah I think that's one of the biggest questions in in relationships and you know you talked about your sister circles and whether it's sister circles or or men coming together in a space we a space a relationship is a space and we have a relationship with ourselves how are you connecting with yourself in that space Mm. Um, How are you bringing yourself into the space of your connection and your relationship and your relationships? Because it's not just about partner, husband, wife, kids, family. It's also about friendships and colleagues and clients and everyone else. What are you bringing to that space? Yeah, well shitty relationship patterns or are you good ones
1: yeah well that's it do you know like my hashtag change the rhythm of your vibration so how that came about was i was i was treating someone and i don't know if it was in bali or nindri it was somewhere but i know that i remember being around everyone and we were talking about the dance and the vibration and the whole um Shala. Was just it was quiet, and there was just this pulse mm. that we were in this whole. I've got goosebumps all over my body. This, the whole Shala was just like when we were in the middle of this energy, it was just circulating, just in amongst all of us, and all the bodies just treating and that's chi and that's it was just vital essence and energy in this one spot it was just amazing and we're talking like gwyn would come in with different bits and pieces of philosophy as you're doing all of this so it's all intertwining and and that it was just like it's a dance and he'd say something like change the rhythm We change the rhythm and we'd be doing something else, faster, slower, and then sink, stop, breathe. Mm. And for me, that's life. That's your, you change the rhythm of your vibration. You're holding on, you're grasping, you're stuck. So what do you do? You're going to shake it out you'll go for a swim in the ocean, you go for a walk, you'll exercise, you'll sing, you'll dance, you'll do art, you'll write. You'll, there's all different facets of how we express ourselves, And that is, it, it will just come eventually. But once you know, then you're changing your vibration. It's just little bits at a time.
0: Mm.
1: If you're like insular in yourself, like, grumpy cranky all the rest of it all the other things that's your vibration that's what you're portraying you're portraying that anger you're portraying the sadness and these are all very real things as well
0: Mm. and and i think when you know and it is very real and when you come to relationship stuff you know it is very real when you bring yourself to let's say your partner and you're feeling angry frustrated disappointed sad or whatever it might be whether it's as a result of something that they may have done or said or whatever their their action their their choice of words or whatever has triggered something within you and 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 that's a gift Because if that sadness, anger, frustration, disappointment, whatever, wasn't there, you wouldn't feel it. So it's yours to feel. And so I think it's really important for a healthy relationship to be able to, you know, even if this is the key that people take out of this episode, is to be conscious and present to what you're bringing and, and to give voice to it. Um, you know, I know that, that my partner, um, the other, you know, I obviously had a death in my family last week and he also experienced someone that he knows passing away last week as well. So we would both kind of travelled that same journey at the same time. And last Friday, he messaged me and he said, I don't think I can talk to you today. And I went, that's Okay. He said, I feel I feel really sad and my mood and my, my energy is really low. And I'd really rather just go within and really work on me and get myself into a better space. And I went, yep, cool. And I think I've had to learn in the past that would have triggered me to go, oh, my God, they don't want to be with me. They don't want to, like, what have I done wrong? Or, you know, that was my old relationship story. The reality is he feels safe enough to give voice to that with me and I feel safe enough to give voice to what I need with him and we both honour it and respect it.
1: Yeah, I know, like, with um, some of the stuff that we've done together, it's like, what are your needs? What do you need? Um, what can I help you with at this moment? It's yeah. just different ways of asking um, yeah, we can definitely take it on board as something more than what it actually needs to be as well. It just has to be a, I don't, I actually don't feel like talking to anyone at the moment and when you, I'll let you know when, you know, so yeah. just.
0: And even with, you know, people, and I'll, I'm bringing some real life examples in that I use, <laughs> even with, um, you know, my morning coffee is sacred. my my morning coffee is part of my sacred process for connecting to me and connecting to my day and setting my intention for how I want the day to flow and if that gets interrupted it creates a little bit of wobble in my flow and my day doesn't quite I have to kind of bring it back and do some more energy work to get it back to a space where it's oh okay let's restart and so um, my beautiful, amazing mum loves to chat first thing in the morning. Um, and, you know, I'm staying with them at the moment. Um, and she, she started having a conversation with me before I'd even had the first sip of coffee. And I went, I'm sorry, I really need to not talk until after my coffee. Oh. <laughs> and so I think, you know, for everyone out there, it's a, it's a small example, but the reality is we need to honour ourselves and be vulnerable and real enough to go, you know what, that's not what I need right now. Doesn't mean I don't love you, care for you, respect you, honour you. I need to honour me first.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's it, isn't it, isn't it? Doesn't um, I? Pro- Oprah Winfrey say something like, isn't one of her quotes, um, be responsible for the energy you bring into this space. I think that's, I just remember seeing that somewhere.
0: Yeah, she, she talks about, and that's one of my actual favourites, um, I'm responsible for the energy that I bring into, into into my space, into my connections, into my relationships. I'm responsible for that. Mm. I'm also responsible for the energy I allow in my space.
1: Mm, That's a biggie, isn't it? That one.
0: And so, you know, if you've got, um, you know, and I've got a couple of examples that are popping into mind, um, whether it's friends or clients or or colleagues or, you know, even partner or family, right? Family's often a challenge. (laughs) And our biggest area for growth, um, you know, where there might be an issue that's come up for you that's being um, triggered is a word that a lot of people use. It just means it's being brought up for your awareness and your um, transformation. Um, I'm aware that I have a friend who is very, very much not present in conversations at times. And I'm aware that if I allow that, I end up frustrated. Because I feel like I'm and, and feeling like I'm not heard, I'm not seen, I'm not um, valued. And so my job is to no longer allow it and to address it and to you know be vulnerable enough to have a conversation that says... I value presence in my relationships and my connections. So it's really important if we're going to connect and keep communicating that you're present. And if you're not able to be, that's okay. I'd rather you honour that and we'll talk at a time when you can be.
1: Yeah, that's it. Because you can be, you can look like you're present, that you're being very present because you're in that space. However, your mind is not there. You are way somewhere else and that's when you're like yep yep okay gotcha yep heard it gone
0: sometimes it's not even being heard right because people can and when presence is being in the moment and being you know seeing the other person and valuing them and honoring the fact that they're giving you their time and their energy and uh, by being there um and when someone's in their head thinking about what to say next or what their own stuff is they're not present with you they're not honoring your time your energy um you know and they often don't follow through with things right. as well um and so you've got to be present to when you're doing that as well because you know we all have the ability to do that and yes and to acknowledge it and go you know what i'm aware in this conversation that i'm not being present with you And I'm aware that that means I'm not honouring you, I'm not respecting you and I'm not valuing you.
1: Do you know um, what, what I do is like we'll have a conversation and then I'm like, right, so in my mind I'm processing and I'm just still processing and I haven't actually answered. And it's like, well, the person who I've been speaking to is like, well, are you going to actually answer me or are you ignoring me? Oh, no, I'm back in my own conversation in my head, processing it still, whereas I should be verbalising and saying, I'm actually thinking about this at the minute. Can you give me 10? Voice it. I'm not ignoring you. That's how I process stuff.
0: (laughs) Exactly, and I really love that. And that's part of getting real Um, because my beautiful niece does that and I can see her doing it Mm. And and people keep going at her and I'm like hang on just give us give us five she needs to process you know and so being able to know and be conscious of your own processes and your own needs gives you the ability to come into that space and into all your relationships to go here's who I am here's what I value here's what I need here's how I work who are you what do you value what do you need how do you work okay, well, how does this flow? Yeah, it, de- it definitely how can would open up. I honour up? you in that process, right?
1: Yeah, definitely open up the conversation because not a lot of people would know that. They don't know. I didn't know that there was needs and values and... Um, all the things that have to be (laughs) be met for me first to then be able for me to share with other people like i you don't they're the things that we were speaking about earlier that you don't learn
0: no some people do some some people people do do. and so you know you and i and and probably many others that are listening or watching have an opportunity to really share and bring ourselves to that space and to honour ourselves and our own needs and wants and desires. And and in doing so, we teach others how to do that.
1: Mm. And that's where, where the realness comes in as well, because there's, you can act and be and say and do and be all the things. But unless you're being real and, you know, the vulnerability in that realness, then people can see straight through it. And whether they're going to tell you straight up because they feel comfortable enough to do it or eventually they'll find out anyway. Yeah. So that's, that's just what it is. You might as well be who you are <laughs> right from the beginning
0: you can't be anyone else no. and, and that's that's the truth is that you know um i don't know who says it but you know there's a saying or a quote or something about you know you can't be anything other than you why would you want to be anyway mm. because each and every one of us have been made uniquely ourselves we've all got unique needs wants, desires We've all got a unique pathway to walk. Um, and some people, some relationships will come onto our pathway for the whole journey, and some won't. Some more will come onto the pathway and show us what fake looks like. <laughs> some will come on and, and show us what authentic looks like. Um, and some people won't be able to handle your authentic. Yeah. And they'll have to get off your path, right? And that's okay.
1: Yeah, I read something this morning and it said it was something like um, souls will fall away um, as you're walking towards your, your soul path and the trauma, they, they've been here as your lessons to the trauma and then once the lessons are acknowledged and worked through in the karmic relationships and patterns, you then go in through into the next part of your soul's journey where people who are aligned and that come back into your, your pathway. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's continuous.
0: Absolutely. And there's, you know, there's friends that, that I have that come on that, you know, I was talking to a friend that I've known since I was 14, last on the weekend. And, you know, I know that she'll be on the on the entire journey, you know, Um, and it doesn't matter if I see her or talk to her every week. It doesn't matter. Whereas others come on for a little bit, we might share and learn and grow a little bit and then they'll go their own way and then they might come back on or they might just go.
1: Mm.
0: That's okay too.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've travelled, travelled, the world and that's what happens with relationships there as well you know who you travel with and you made friends with and you've left and you've come back and you've yeah so it's life yeah, that
0: journey right how awesome mm-hmm. is that being real and vulnerable and you know life is vulnerable you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow no one does and that's that's the truth that's the realness yeah you know, um, so enjoy the moment. Be who you are because you can't be anyone else. That's and the right sure. people will love you and the wrong ones won't. So thank you. We could talk <laughs> all afternoon. That's that's for sure.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, thank you for coming into this space and sharing. Um your real self and a little bit about your journey and just flowing with that conversation. Um, And I hope those of you who are listening and watching get some insights or some, some aha moments for yourselves. Um, If you're in a space where you are still trying to work out what the stories are and what's true for you and what's not um, reach out to either Jules or myself, if you feel drawn and, you know, we can help you navigate, that path and get real with you <laughs> paths um, there's not just paths. one <laughs> <laughs> you no know? um so yeah thank you so much for for coming online today and can you share with people where they can connect with you if they'd like to learn more about the zentai or sister circles or anything that you do
1: Sure. a website is www.juliecardillo.com. Say so J-U-L-I-E-C-A-R-D-I-L-L-O. Uh, dot com, and the Instagram is Jules underscore Rhythm of Your Vibration, and Facebook is just uh, it's Jules Cardillo. So, and then you'll see the, the hashtag rhythm of the vibration. So, three so
0: head, on, head on over and give Jules a like on um, Facebook or um, join her on Instagram as well. Um, for those of you who would like to connect with me further, jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au. Facebook, Leanne the Barefoot Medium and Instagram, YouTube, all of those places, Leanne the Barefoot Medium or the Barefoot Medium. Thank you all for joining us today um, and for allowing us to have this real and raw conversation with you. And I hope that wherever you are, whoever you're with, whatever your journey looks like at the moment, that you are you, that you're real and that you really allow yourself to connect with what you need, want and desire in your life and to be willing to give voice to that. Thank you everyone for joining us and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode of Barefoot TV and podcast show. Bye guys.